What's up, guys? How we doing? Uh, my name's Adam, and I'm gonna record weekly, hopefully, a podcast, and I'm gonna title it "Football Follow Up," in which I go through weekend's action, um, big football and news stories, and just generally have a chat and see how, see sort of evaluate what's going on in the football world. I think something I want to turn into a weekly thing. Um, I'm a uni student currently at Southampton Solent, and I just want to see sort of where I can take this. Really, just you know, give a chance to talk about some football and, su- you know, maybe get people's suggestions in the future, but for now, just sort of discuss sort of the weekend's happenings. Um, I myself as a Portsmouth fan, so, you know, the aim, aim to is just talk about what's going on in the Premier League. Uh, maybe we'll go into Europe, depending on Champions League fixtures in, in the week. Um, it probably will be a Monday night thing and hopefully get out on a Tuesday just because uh, most of the football over the weekend and then we'll get in have a little bit soon hopefully in the week so yeah i'll hopefully turn this into a weekly thing we'll just see sort of how it goes so uh i think this week we'll start by talking about the united liverpool game tonight uh, at anfield uh quite a game really wasn't it um i just finished watching it uh literally i think there were probably three clear-cut opportunities you had ibrahimovic with a header he's aiming for the back post and he's not he's not quite connected with it as he but uh, and then you had Emery Chan and Coutinho with two chances, but David de Gea with incredible saves from both one reflex and the other one just to get to it. The movement across the goal was bloody impressive, I tell you. But no, by all accounts, it was a really quiet game. Um, United dominated the first first half, I'd say, just about. In the second half, Liverpool had to come out. They uh, brought the Lana on for Sturridge quite early on. Um, but really, a game which. You know, you needed to see goals and you needed to see one team put a stand and put a claim for the title, perhaps. Uh, especially Liverpool, who've been in a good run of form recently. And neither team really really come out any good. Um, I was quite surprised to see this. I thought, you know, I'd have seen maybe United come out and take a claim because they have been struggling recently. But it weren't, it weren't to be. In actual fact, it was quite a, quite a negative game. I didn't think any team really shone out with anything. Um, not, you know, not really one for the spectators or fans, but from a neutral point of view, that's a it's a point for both teams, isn't it? Um, that puts United it's seventh still uh, behind Everton, and then Liverpool are now two points off the title or off the league. Um, but yeah, for for United and, and Liverpool, three points tonight especially for Liverpool, would have put them level with City and Arsenal at the top of the league. And for for them two teams who, you know, over the years we've classed as big four teams, they really didn't perform at all. Um, a man of match has got to be De Gea, really. He, the saves he pulled out, you know, he saved United's blushes so many, so many times over the seasons. I think he's been United's player of the year for the last three seasons running. And it's really easy to see why, to be honest, he's... He's unbelievable uh, with some of the saves he does. Um, for, for the goalkeeper that joined from Atletico all them seasons ago and that started using his feet, he's really developed as a goalkeeper. And I'd put him up there with Neuer. And, uh, yeah, Courtois probably has the best goalkeepers in the world currently. He's he's an outstanding asset for United to have. And he's, you know, for the Spani- and Spanish team, he's just Casillas, like-for-like replacement. He is, he is world-class on his day. And it just makes you wonder what United would be without them. Um, no real chances for either strikers. Wayne Rooney on the bench again as well. 
Um, and also, Luke Shaw didn't start. I know he's been struggling with injured injuries. Uh, it was Young and Valencia at the back, and you know, quiet games for, for Rashford as well. And you know, the hype around Rashford at the minute is is massive. I mean, he's he's an English player, and he's for United. He's going to be, or he looks to be, United's future choice instead of Rooney. I mean, obviously Rooney hasn't been started recently, but it's you know, there's a lot of pressure on a young kid and. He could, you know, he could fulfil them expectations, but he had a quiet one tonight. He didn't really have too much on the ball. He he got a couple of runs down the line on Milner, but other than that, he didn't really he didn't really shine out like he has been in recent weeks. Um, so that was surprising to see, and you know, no one really stepped up to the mark again. Pogba not really performing. Ibrahimovic had one chance. I, I could see what he was trying to do with his header, but it, it didn't come off. So. Yeah, by all accounts, it was a really, really poor game. Um, so yeah, for the for the table at least, it just doesn't it just cements the team's positions. It doesn't really do anything. Um, so yeah, I, all the hype around a big game, classic United Liverpool game, and it really, really didn't live up to it, did it? Uh, as for the rest of the weekend, um, Chelsea running out three 0 winners. Um, that's good for Conte. They needed that. Uh, I've read this week that Bookie's suspended uh, bets on him for being the next manager to be sacked, which I think is ludicrous, really. Man that's only been in charge for eight games. They're not exactly struggling. All right, they've they've lost two games, but you know, they're fifth in the table and they're three points off the lead. It's it's early doors, and for him to be linked with being sacked already, I think it's absolutely ludicrous. Um, Costa showing again uh, why he is one of the top strikers in the league when he has his level head on. But uh, and I'll tell you what, who the player recently has been standing out for Chelsea. That's Victor Moses. Started the last two games, and he's he looks revitalised underneath uh, Conte. For someone that was exiled by Chelsea, been on loan to West Ham and Stoke as well, it, it's good. It's refreshing to see, to be honest. Someone that had been on Chelsea's books for a long time since signing from Wigan, and you know it's good to see him start playing. Um, he brings a little bit of a different class to Chelsea, to be honest. And he's proven why, you know, why they signed him originally, really. Um, yeah, it was, it's, 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 it's really good to see. Uh, City versus Everton also. Uh, City remained top of the Premier League on goal difference. Uh, again, it was a game for the goalkeepers, really. Stecklenburg. I mean, for someone that last season on loan at Southampton, he played the first couple of games because Fraser Forster's injury. And I know Everton fans this year weren't, you know, too keen on him as a goalkeeper, maybe being their number one. Um, surprising as well that they didn't go after Joe Hart when he come up for loan when it uh, looked apparent that uh, Pep Guardiola wasn't going to play him and uh, Stecklenburg absolutely quality game two penalties yes Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne could have done better with the penalties they were poor penalties but it was you know another fantastic goalkeeping display that uh, ended up with uh, securing the point for for uh, Everton as for Arsenal 3-2 win uh against Swansea Bob Bradley's first game for the Swans uh, Phil Walcott again he's putting the goals I know he had a chance to for a hat-trick and he, he missed an absolute sitter but he's putting in the goals in and the problem with Arsenal and the one they why they didn't win the league or ha last season or haven't been closer to winning the league in the past few seasons is because they haven't had a goal scorer and is it time that Walcott starts filling his potential I mean he's the player that's been at Arsenal the longest currently in the squad, signed from Southampton back in 2006, 
And is it, is it time he starts performing? I mean, a lot of people in the summer thought he was going to go to someone like West Ham or Liverpool, but actually he's turned it around this season, hasn't he? He's started playing quite well this season and it's a... Uh, it's refreshing to see a player that, you know, once he's a confidence player, once he's got the confidence, he's he starts banging the goals in. And yeah, hopefully that will transfer over to England because we need, a, England really do need a goal scorer at the minute, don't we? I mean, who are we looking to? Harry Kane's injured, so we haven't got that. Jamie Vardy isn't firing like Leicester did last season. Um, you know, losing 3-0 to Chelsea this season, it was, it was just a fluke, wasn't it, really, with Leicester last season. It's never going to happen again. That's just a once-in-lifetime opportunity, really, wasn't it? So, yeah, maybe Walcott's the solution. Chamberlain looked good as well when he when he was uh, on and crossing the balls into Walcott. So, maybe that is maybe that is the outcome. So, who knows? Uh, also, we had the Bournemouth-Hull game. Finished 6-1. I mean, for Hull, you know, no disrespect, Bournemouth. Bournemouth since coming up to the championship they've kept their philosophy that won won them the league in the championship and they've kept it all the way through fair play to Eddie Howe's men for doing that but for Hull to lose 6-1 to Bournemouth that just screams rele- relegation all over it doesn't it really I you know they started well for the season but I don't really have much hope for them for the rest of the year now to be honest um, and you know Junior Stalas playing very well for Bournemouth at the minute it might be you know one of them things like Antonio because he's been playing well if he plays like he continues plays like Harry is, he might find himself in England squad. I know it's sort of an outside one, uh, and he's not really a player that's going to be looked upon because Bournemouth are what a mid-table team. But for some of the goals he did, he set up a couple as well. I, you know, I rate Junior Stadas. I can really see him, you know, if he play keeps playing like he is, potentially making it into the England team. So uh, maybe that's one to watch out for is uh, Stadas in the future. Um, what else do we have? We have West Brom, Tottenham. Tottenham still second in the league. Uh, Chadley coming back to haunt his former club with a goal. I I did tip Tottenham for that game, but you know West Brom at home. They're slowly steadying the ship there with Tony Pulis. They look like a team that when they when they are on the ball and they are playing, they could they can cause the big teams damage. And you know West Brom's not really a place to that's enjoyable to go and play for. So no fair play to West Brom getting a point out of that. And then the other two games that season, big wins for the teams at the bottom of the league for both Stoke and uh, West Ham, especially Stoke. That was a good win, and West Ham as well. They needed that. I mean, struggling at the bottom of the table there, they they grinded that one out against Palace. It's not an easy place to go, Sailhouse Park, and you know they played the last ten minutes with ten men, and it you know it was never a red card. Cresswell did not deserve to be sent off, but you know they grinded it out and. They got the three points, and hopefully that will start getting them uh, further up the league because they need it. Because they you know they're not a championship team, but Slavin Bilic really needs to get the team playing again, and they can't just evolve it around Piat. So good to see them with the three points. And you're yeah, going back to Stoke as well. Joe Allen at the minute is some player, isn't he? Joe Allen, you know he just keeps scoring. I I generally think he's acclaimed for him being the best midfielder in the Premier League at the minute, along with Kevin De Bruyne. He is. World class. You, you know, saw him at the Euros for Wales. He was absolutely sensational. Um, yeah, there's not a lot you can say about. It. He's just in the right place at the right time. Limit. You know, he scored a tap in at the weekend, and then he scored a shot from outside the box from a corner. So you can't say they're fluky goals. He's just in the right place at the right time, and he's he's been a really good signing for Mark Hughes's men. Um, I think Liverpool fans are probably regretting that he's ended up leaving to be honest, because he's playing so so well now. Um, and then yeah, the Sunday games. Watford, 
Middlesbrough. Uh, Middlesbrough dominated that game for large periods of play, but Watford ended up getting the goal, cracking strike from Hollibass, and then Southampton beating Burnley. And you know Southampton losing Coman at the beginning of the season, I I thought they'd struggle, but you know Carlos Peel's got them got them playing, and Charlie Austin looks like a revitalised player. And again, striker, English scoring goals. You know I think Gareth Southgate in the next couple of games against Spain. Uh, you know, does he look to call up players like him who, you know, not big team players, but he's he's scoring the goals. So, isn't that what England need? He he sort of a he's a bit more of an agile Andy Carroll, isn't he, in the way he plays? He he's in the right place at the right time. He's a real real goal scorer. So, yeah, hopefully for England, someone like Charlie Austin can get in the team and maybe sort out sort of the striking problems that we do have currently. Um. So yeah, that was that's the rundown of the Premier League this weekend. Uh, it doesn't really change much. City's still top. Um, Arsenal now join them on goal difference. Uh, it'll be interesting to see this weekend with the Manchester derby, um, whether or without Manchester derby. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, Chelsea United. Whether then the, you know, who wins of that? United need to win that game to keep them sort of tabs with the top top teams. Um, we've also got a week of Champions League action as well. So. And Europa League action as well. So we've got some big games in there. Leicester go to uh, home to Copenhagen. Uh, Tottenham travel to buy Leverkusen. Um, they need to build on their win against CSK Moscow last time out. And, uh, you know, on uh, Arsenal versus Ludacrets on uh, Wednesday night, you'd think that'd be three points for Arsenal, but you never know, you know, in the Champions League with them. And then the big one is uh, City travelling to Barcelona and Pep returning to his old side. So uh, hopefully for City fans, three points there, but you know, Barcelona are a machine, aren't they? And it's the machine that Pep cr- created. So it'll be interesting to see, really. I'd, I'd like to see City win, obviously, from the English point of view. But, you know, New Camp is a really tricky place to go. And how many English teams do you see go there and get a result? So that'd be interesting to see as well. So big Champions League week. Um, other fixtures that, to point out that were are there. Um, Real Madrid against a league of Warsaw that'd be an interesting game as well they struggled last time out Real Madrid against Lisbon so uh sorry Dortmund sorry and you know two or draw and uh, the other game that I'm interested in is uh Celtic Mitch and Gladbach I mean Celtic last time got a three all draw against City can they uh, especially at Celtic Park build on that I mean the realistic aim for Celtic now will be if they can make it into Europa League really when it uh and avoid being absolutely slaughtered by Barcelona again like they did when they lost 7-0 so yeah that'd be, that's the Champions League this week and then you've got the Europa League as well United are hosting Fenerbahce uh, you know lost last last time out and I think f- uh, won just last time out sorry and I think for United they need to really put a stamp on this competition I mean they're the big, one of the biggest teams in the competition so Van Persie coming back to United maybe if he plays we'll have to see and then Southampton travel over to Inter Milan which for Saints fans especially that'd be a really good trip going to the San Zero um, and you know they could give them a game out there you know it's you know, Inter Milan haven't been the solidest in, in the uh, Europa League this season Saints won two from two I maybe you know maybe we'll see them come away with a win I mean it'll be an experience nonetheless for Saints fans so it'll be interesting to see and then, uh, obviously, looking forward to this weekend, we've got, uh, like I say, we had uh, Chelsea versus United, a massive, massive game. And uh, also other games, and um, we've got uh, Southampton City. And, you know, City 
and Southampton always seem to have good games in the past few years. I mean, remember when Southampton first got promoted back to the Premier League, they gave them a really good go at the Etihad. So, you know, it, at the minute, the league is in the early days of the season, so it's not really decided who's going to... No, I haven't really seen a team yet, as of yet. Even City, they started off brightly, but now started struggling in recent weeks. I haven't seen a team that I've gone definite win the league. Um, I, it'll be closer than last season. Obviously, Leicester's fluke. You know, they've got Crystal Palace this weekend at home. Um, you know, Leicester's fluke last season, one off. It, I can't ever see it happening again. Maybe, maybe in my lifetime, but who knows? But uh, yeah, Arsenal host Middlesbrough, so you expect them to get three points there and build on their good form recently. And uh, yeah, and West Ham host Sunderland, which is a. You know, we're not going to use the phrase six pointer just yet because like I say it's early days of the season, but a win for either team is absolutely massive, especially for Sunderland. You know, struggling big time underneath under David Moyes. You know, yet to win a game this season two points at the bottom of the table you know if they lose this you're looking at maybe saying is David Moyes going to get the sack in the next couple of games and I mean that seems to be a classic Sunderland thing where you lose the first couple of games of the season bring a new man in they end up with, they end up staying up you know, they've done it for years after years but you know maybe it'll catch up with them this season and maybe it is going to be the season that they get relegated in so yeah that's the football coming up this weekend uh, as for me I'm a Pompey fan, so I think I'll talk about quickly our game at the weekend. We played Plymouth at home park, Plymouth at top of the league. Um, so we knew it was going to be a difficult place to go to. Uh, and when we scored in the 87th minute, I tell you what, when we went 2 1 up, I thought this is it. We will get revenge for what happened last season when they beat us in the last minute of the playoff. I thought, oh, finally, we're going to get some revenge on them, but weren't to be. Um, fair play to Plymouth, they did give us a good game. I'm you know, people been chucking around the phrase the Dockyard Derby. It's not Derby, is it? There's only there's only one Derby. It's the Ports of Southampton. But yeah, we're fifth in League Two now. Um, I I want to say I'm happy with our playing. Uh, attackingly, Gary Roberts and uh, Connor Chaplin, world like brilliant players. I mean, Chaplin, it, we've been Pompey fans been calling it for absolutely ages to start him. We've been giving him up, giving him games up front. Yes, he's small, but he can hold the ball up really well. And he proved at the weekend he got a goal. He got us a goal out of nothing. He laid it off to Bennett, who fired it into the top corner. I mean, that's what we need, really. I just hope this is the season that we can get promoted. I've I've said it quite recently to a few people. I've, I said if we uh, don't get promoted this season, I can see this being stuck like this for a number of seasons. And you know, we don't want that. We're a big team in a small league, and we need to start marching up the leagues, really. Um, so yeah, no, I'll, I'll take a point against Plymouth to be honest. They're a decent outfit, and I expect them to be one of the teams, hopefully, that go up, go up with us. So uh, yeah, a point away, that's decent. So we've got Notts County this weekend at Fratton. Again, you know, a team that I hope we can beat. I mean, they are again, they're one of the bigger teams in the division. They probably shouldn't be in the division, but they're in twelfth. I mean, and we're in fifth, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can build on the performance of the weekend albeit our defending is atrocious and we cannot defend from set pieces which seems to be uh, a tradition of the last three season supports with actually we can see goals from set pieces are absolutely awful but um yeah hopefully three points this weekend um so yeah no uh, i think i'll wrap this up now so this has been my first uh podcast uh football follow-up um i hope you enjoy um give it a like rating give it a comment share it around i'm gonna aim to do this weekly thing every monday evening maybe and get it out on sort of tuesday wednesday so uh, thank you very much for listening and uh goodbye